Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin, also known as Mental MacGyver. I provide luxury level high performance support and coaching to executives, founders, celebrities, and athletes. With me today, I have Stuart Wiggins. He's with Induna Advisors, where he offers fractional chief operating officer services and brings resources together to help scale your business. I have Jim Tam. He's a principal client director of Corn Ferries Digital Group, where he advises organizations on how to improve their sales effectiveness through world-class methodology and technology. And I have Kevin Wash. He is a coach, mentor, author, trainer, and speaker running a consultancy business specializing in sales for international property development. The question I have today, how does experience stack up against education? Kevin, kick us off. Okay, well, I'm European, and I have to say in Europe, experience definitely is secondary compared to education. There's a massive element of ageism in Europe. I spend an awful lot of my time, currently I'm in the Middle East, where it's the exact opposite, where experience is respected far more than education. For me personally, I think there's a balance between the two, and provided you don't ignore one against the other one, there's not a problem with it. But uh, to give you a, a, a quick insight, my business involves traveling around the world. During COVID, obviously there was no travel, so I started to apply to companies for positions. I applied to over 100 companies and didn't get a single interview. And the reason why is simply because of my age. Nobody looked at the experience that I could bring. It was just an ageist thing. So sometimes when I look at this question and think, is it experience against education? I think experience you can kind of mirror to age. And mm. it's almost ageism against education. Well, I, I looked at it in terms of education is important, but education is theory. And I think that it depends on where you are in your career, which one could be quote unquote, could be considered to be more useful, not necessarily important, but useful. I think that when you are start to reach mid-level and above, I think that experience really comes into play because if you don't have experience, you don't know where to look, okay? But one thing education does demonstrate is that you have the ability to uh, go through a organized educational program and learn the, the rudimentary basics of whatever field you want to go into. I assume we're talking about business. Now, if you're a doctor or a lawyer, those types of skills, education is very, very important. Mm -hmm. So to answer the question, I think early in your career, Education is better. It teaches you how to work in a team, teaches you how to problem solve, and prepares you for the business world. Once you get to mid-level and above, I think experience really plays in. I think I have a combination of thoughts. If this question was posed to me 25 years ago, I would say education trumps experience. But I think now education is, are almost table stakes. So we expect you to, to have a basic level of knowledge to be able to solve problems, but you don't really get to know actually how, whether the your your approach to solving that problem is actually going to work until you actually apply it, right? And to mm -hmm. Stuart's point, what you may learn in the classroom is very theoretical until you actually put it into the field. Um, but it's interesting what uh, Kevin said about being overseas where education is more valued than uh, experience. I think coming from an Asian background where it's beaten into you that education is how you um, experience success later on because of standardized testing. There's, you know, there's only certain government jobs that you're allowed to have if you pass a certain you know, level of education. But in the Western culture, anybody can be anything, right? You don't even need an education to be successful. And this is where I think the experience and street smart actually does is more valued and probably more important in terms of survival skills. 
I do think in the Western world, having an education gets your foot in the door. But so if you have a way to use your street smarts and people will let you do that, absolutely, I agree with you, you're allowed to. I have an interesting kind of background because I spent 14 years in the corporate world first and then got an education and then went into business for myself. And I feel like having had the experience in the corporate world gave me something on which to apply my education, where I feel like if I had had the education first in the abstract, it would have been like, I don't know what any of this means. So having had the experience in the business world first, and then having a lot of life experience gives me the ability to use my education in a way that I don't think someone just out of school would have been able to do. 100% agree, you know, it's context, right? And that's why a lot of MBA programs, they don't allow you to, they don't admit you until you've had these two years of experience in the field. Mm. I think sometimes it goes too far the opposite direction as well. There's cases in Europe now where I see positions being advertised and the qualifications that are required absolutely ludicrous there's an example i've just seen this week where they wanted somebody with a business degree speaking four languages and the salary that was being offered was a basic entry-level salary and i just thought if i took the time to get a degree and took the time to become business um, level uh, qualified in four different languages i wouldn't work for these salaries I see the same thing here in the U.S. where they require master's degree required, X number of years experience required, and they want to pay you minimum wage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of that's being right-sized over the last 12 months with this war on talent. I think people are really evaluating, is a degree a hurdle for my people? And especially nowadays, when people look at how some even job descriptions are racially biased because of certain criteria that only certain races tend to be more qualified for or have meet that criteria. They're actually stripping those things away and just say, can you actually do the job? I mean, that's what it really boils down to anyway. As you talk about it going into a job interview, I'm not a believer of hiring someone for what they've done. I'm a believer in hiring a person for what they can do. Mm -hmm. So when you go into an interview, I think you can ask questions to determine someone's skill set in terms of problem solving, working with a team the ability to work well under stress and pressure, you can determine that through uh, a job interview. But anybody can sit across from anybody for an hour and sound like they know everything. Mm. But what can they do when they actually have to execute? I'm a big believer in education and and all that kind of stuff. But at the the end of the day, because I've seen plenty of cases where companies have required educational requirements, and then they realized that it wasn't important and they took those educational requirements away. The state of Pennsylvania, for example, has eliminated almost 90% of the jobs that require uh, educational background. Mm. And now they're just saying it's experience that can qualify you for the job. So that, that could suggest there's a trend towards the utility of experience. I know someone who's been 20 years in business, phenomenal, brilliant, knows all the things, has an associate's degree, two years. He just got told he's not going to get a promotion because he doesn't have a bachelor's degree. So something that would have taken two years, 20 years ago now matters. Why? Why is that a thing? Why are they using that as a criteria? Robin, I know people that have been, that are in leading positions in multinational companies up to CEO level. And they've been doing this for over 30 years. And today, if they applied for their own job, they wouldn't even get an interview. Exactly. 
Yeah. How crazy is that? When you look at their experience against education, there's a value in the UK, they call them the silver army. There's a value to it where if you want to employ somebody with a service mentality, they, they're going now more and more towards the silver grey army because those people kind of take the time to appreciate their work and will provide a service to the client, whereas a younger demographic won't. So here's a question for you, Kevin. So like, for example, recently in France, they raised the retirement age. Well, if there's a bias towards ageism, then are they going to allow older people to continue to work longer or at least get back into the marketplace if they have to wait two more years to collect their retirement? I mean, France traditionally has had the lowest retirement age in Europe, and they're kind of bringing them up in line. I think it's more of an economic situation, that one, Stuart, than a, than a work one. They're, just, they're looking for ways to defer the cost of pensioners on the government. You're absolutely positively right, but these people are going to want to be able to work. Yeah. If they can't find a job, does that mean we're going to push them to the street to wait two years to collect? They have to eliminate the bias towards somebody being older. If I take Spain, where I live, for example, you've got people in exactly that situation. The thing is, they don't actually want to work. They want to retire. They've done their time and they want to stop. And then when you look at the, the demographics of unemployment in Spain, the biggest demographic is the 18 to 30 year old. That group there, 50%, up to 50% are unemployed. The 60 plus don't want to work. They want to retire, but the government won't let them. That's one of the challenges that you have there. And that's, that's a completely different question than education versus experience. And um, just to put a kind of bow on it, I do feel like companies are lazy and they use education as just a baseline so that they don't have to talk to people because to find out if someone has experience, you have to actually have a conversation with them. And so they just weed people out by using education. And I think that they're missing out on some phenomenal talent. So yeah. I think that's where we'll have to end it because that is 10 minutes. Thank you so much for having this conversation with me. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again very soon.